Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Inside the Comedian with me, David Reed. This week, I'll be interviewing Tom Tuck. Comedian, actor, temp. <laughs> Clown, parking attendant, fool, trifle, temp, syllabub, temp, tiramisu, mooncake, temp, 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 spotted dick. Tom Tuck, welcome to Inside the Comedian. Thank you very much for having me, David. Um, now, you and I have, of course, uh, known each other for a good many years, uh, but until tonight, I think I'm right in saying we've never actually spoken to one another. No, never, never. <laughs> uh, certainly not as ourselves. Not as ourselves, no. no. Um, very much uh, in one of the three voices that either of us can do. Yes. Which, um, <laughs> which is, uh, surprisingly, they are the same voices, aren't they? I mean, yes, yes. There's this one, and then there's the northerner. All right. Yep. <laughs> oh, have you all been? Yeah, I've been fine, thanks. Sir. <laughs> and then... A squeaky orphan. Squeaky orphan, yeah. <laughs> Which yours goes like... Hello, sir. How are you doing? Yes. And, and mine is something similar. Um, um, now, like so many comedians who speak with this voice that we do, um, you took your first steps into the laughter biz at university. Was your time at university formative, would you say? How did it format you? Uh, well, I think it, it erased a number of important files. <laughs> right. <laughs> were, were they system files, do you think? Uh, it's difficult to tell, but I do have trouble starting up. Oh, dear. In the mornings? Yes, yes, in the mornings when I reboot. Right. Is, uh, when you wake in the mornings, is it a hard reboot? Or? Usually, usually. <laughs> right. Less so these days, but, you know, that's ageing for you. Yeah, absolutely, but it's the rush of blood, isn't it? That's mm. what it is. That's what it is. Um, floppy disk? Mm. <laughs> 3.5 inch. <laughs> well, there's no need to brag. <laughs> At university, you did a lot of acting, I seem to remember, both on and off stage. Yes, um, yes. I, I think my finest part was convincing them to let me go to second year. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you should have seen it. It's... Uh, it was quite masterful. It's a hard thing to describe, I really. think of it as my Dane. Yes, 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 yes. You, you did a great Dane yeah, that yes. time, I remember. Which, which actually worked against you convincing them to let you come into second year. Yes, l luckily my, my, my face wasn't fully visible on the CCTV. That's right. And that's, only, that's one of the skills you have on Spotlight to this day, yes, I believe. Yes, able to blur. 
at will. Saves a lot of money in post. I don't know. This, we're getting a bit niche. I do a lot of crime watch. <laughs> Whether you want to or not, no, no. you do a lot of crime watch. Played often by other people. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, but you've got to get your face out there. The tragedy for you, you being... I, I, I can't, yes. That's <laughs> why the podcast is such a perfect medium. It is. I've often thought... if Well, back then, of course, they didn't exist. And I thought, if only there was an unpaid audio-only medium, Tom could ace. <laughs> because he's just failing at all the rest. And, but I feel he's got untapped talent somewhere. Do you know what I mean, though? No. No. No, um, that was, that's part of the problem, I think. Yeah, that's no, probably. I, problem. I, I, I keep bashing my head against things I'm never going to break through. That's right. Like glass ceilings. Walls. Walls. Casting directors. Yeah, yeah. casting directors. <laughs> they really don't like it. They hate it when you bash through them, don't they? <laughs> yes. After university, we, we would actually, listener, would embark um, upon a career in uh, comedy together by forming the infamous sketch trio... The Dirty Fistfuls. Oh, yeah. Um, who... <laughs> heady days. Heady days. They were heady days. And we performed sketches exclusively set on Pancake Day 1993. <laughs> now, do you think that held us back? Yes, yes. I, I think because, because, obviously, that was sort of pre-Diana dying, and a lot of our stuff, a lot of the sketches referenced Diana, and... It really didn't go down did, well with audiences. They were like, when, when is this? What's going on? Uh, people really needed to know a lot about Princess Diana in order to get and through And Pancake it. Day. And Pancake Day. And also the, uh, the Premier League 92-93 uh, season. That's right. Most sketches reference that, I seem to remember. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. Who could forget Tony Yeboah's great goal? All of our audiences, as yes, it turns out. Yes, all of the audiences. All of them forgot Tony Yeboah's great goal. Um, was that a Shrove T- Tuesday goal? I, I forget. No, but the match of the day in which it was shown was the Shrove Tuesday. I mean, this is the reaction we got <laughs> back then as well. Did you think those days would last forever? Yes. Mm. Yes, I really thought we would be doing those same nine sketches. Those <laughs> nine sketches. We wrote them all on the first day. All of the first all day. The first and we day. thought, well, the, who, who needs more? <laughs> who needs more? We are the stone roses of comedy. <laughs> yeah. Is that a 1993 reference we used to make often? <laughs> yeah, I, I felt as though you'd, we'd really hit on something that nobody else understood. And that was that every day could be pancake day mm. you know and we ended every show with that line every we held hands and then we kissed we kissed and then continued to kiss whilst we made four rounds of pancakes covering ourselves liberally in lemon and sugar yes uh, but of course by that point the audience had left yes yes um, but they were they were heady days do you remember um the third chap um i want to say clarence you're welcome to say clarence clarence well done. Thank you. But his name was Humphrey. Oh, and, um, yes, I, I felt it was um, a, a union of, of equals in some ways, mm. and, but, but not in, in most ways. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, which, which role do you think you occupied in the group, would you say? A small one. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And no one was going to take that away from you. Oh, no, 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 no. Bar I... a horrific traffic accident. <laughs> Do you remember that gig we did in that upturned sinking ferry? Oh, Do you remember yes. that? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, what, what happened there? What, 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 was that our fault? I can't, I can't quite recall. We did a lot of poor gigs back then, were they? Not well, all of them poor because of us. No, I, th- I, think, I think I might have kicked a, a hole through the hull. <laughs> I mean, when you were cross, you were cross. Oh, yes. 
was furious that the lights hadn't gone off on our beautiful punchline. Dodie? Uh, <laughs> mm. In context, exquisite. And uh, the, the lights hadn't gone off. And as you know, in sketch comedy, that's how people know when to laugh. Because Absolutely. obviously, none of it's funny. None of it's funny. And blackout is our only tool. We, of course, briefly abandoned the whole Pancake Day 1993 thing uh, to try and get on television. Yes, right? yes. Uh, but it, it inevitably was less charming. Uh, what would you do differently if you could drown your younger self and take his place? <laughs> I, I think I probably wouldn't have pitched um, to, to television, as, as we did, a, a show all, all, all about um, 1970s BBC TV personalities. Mm. Mm. We really pitched that at the wrong time, yes, we, didn't we, we? we were ahead and behind the curve. Yeah. <laughs> There was going to be a renewed interest in that period of BBC TV. But, but not no. in a light-hearted manner. Not in the way we thought. No. 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 Your course, Stuart Hall was excellent. Yes, yes. <laughs> of course, I'm standing here on the bridge like Achilles, and look, there's a goal. It was brilliant. Yeah, but we, we can't do it anymore. No. We can't do it. Um, and your, your Rolf Harris was... Thank really you. litigious. It was. It was. I was litigious about it. Oh, yes. I sued I'm Rolf Harris I'm glad you for saying it. it was bloody atrocious. I, was, I think you'll find legally it is distinctly accurate. <laughs> yes. Yes. And who can forget Humphrey's Savile? But sadly, no one. He fled the country shortly afterwards. <laughs> Um, of course, the Dirty Fistfuls now do shows exclusively on Kiss FM. <laughs> um, what's been your favourite of those, would you say? Ooh. Maybe the one about cheesecake. Yes. Yes, I enjoyed that one. Yes, we, it started well, though, didn't it? Yes, it started well we by were, adding all the ingredients together. Adding all the ingredients, but we made the cheesecake live on radio. Never been done before. No never one had been ever done, done before. before. No one had ever made a cheesecake on radio. But we did, uh, we did burn the studio down whilst getting... Burnt, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed it. It was a shame all of the guest stars died yes. in the fire. <laughs> it is quite, quite nice that they replaced Olivia Coleman with, with that droid. <laughs> I, no I, one's noticed. I don't think we're supposed to talk about that. No one has noticed. <laughs> we thought we'd never get away with it because the, the, the robot was far bigger. But everyone just assumed she was pregnant. Um, she even filmed uh, Mitchell and Webb in that state, but no. No, it's fine. No. Robot. <laughs> robot. But the robot's almost better, I think. Well, see, that's why she does so much work, because there's actually no laws against it. Isn't that right? Yes, you can work an Olivia Coleman bot as hard as you want. <laughs> now, you won't know this about Tom, but he is one of the greatest legal comedy minds in the business. <laughs> Uh, he can tell you what is and isn't legal about comedy to within... Uh, uh, two decimal places. Two decimal places, <laughs> which is more than most people require. If you'd like to see Inside the Comedian being recorded live, then we have a new monthly show at the King's Place Theatre in London. The next show is on Thursday the 11th of April. Tickets are available from kingsplace.co.uk. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You would eventually uh, forge ahead alone, of course, um, putting... Uh, your role as the short one in the Dirty Fistfuls um, behind you to be the short one in Tom Tuck Tells You Things He Knows. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't so much a comedy show as sort of a list of niche trivia, wasn't it? Yes, absolutely. Um, yes. Now, had you any idea when you embarked on that venture that it would be exactly as successful as it was? No, no. Because actually, originally, it wasn't a show. Oh, really? It was just me in a room listing things to the empty room. And that caught on, oddly enough. Mm. People just well, that's almost coming. exactly like a fringe show, isn't it? Well, <laughs> no, because a fringe show, you do tend to tell people that it's on, advertise it. Oh, I see. Have, you know, flyers made, posters printed, maybe do a tweet. Uh, You're right. Um, the difference between being alone in a room rambling and a fringe show is, is PR. PR. That is PR. the difference. <laughs> that is the one difference. You're quite right. But I just wanted a space where I could list all of the things that I knew. Right. And, uh, for an hour? For an hour, regularly, once did, a week. Yes. Did you run out of things to list after no. the hour or just you just had to stop there? Well, the thing is, I do forget easily, so I had no idea if I've ever repeated myself. Well, um, as one of your oldest and closest friends, I can say... No, you haven't. (laughs) You've not even reused a word. Bloody yes. (laughs) He's never said yes to me before. (laughs) Now, um, you had a a less successful radio adaptation of that show, if I'm... I'm Yes, yes, absolutely. Where where you you changed topic of the things you were listing each episode. What were the topics again, can you remember? Um, uh, Number one was um, the capitals that are no longer capitals in the world. Incredible, that fills an hour. Can you believe that? (laughs) Dar es Salaam. (laughs) The faces were important to it. The faces were important. It's why the radio didn't 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 play as well. If you don't do the faces, there is nothing funny about it. Just just saying Dar es Salaam. Pausing slightly. That's right. And and the the second episode was um, uh, Plants Who Think Are Poisonous But Aren't. So... Holly. Oh, yes. Is it not? No. Oh. It's just not tasty. And those different things. Yes. <laughs> what plant will kill you? Diddly nightshade. Clues in the name. <laughs> oh. oh, right. So it, you might not have been providing so much of a service as perhaps you thought if deadly is in the name of all the poisonous ones. I don't think it's in the name of Fox Club. I'll just check. No, it's not. <laughs> it does have the word fox in it, which is slightly threatening. Yes, but also slightly sexy. 
Nazis? Mm, what a glove. No, hang on. <laughs> Glovey lady. You find foxes sexy? Have you seen Maid Marian? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, but foxes, foxes root through bins. I mean... Ops not to laugh about that. <laughs> no, fair enough, fair enough. They're inquisitive. I see? like a, an inquisitive, headstrong, independent woman. Yes, who likes nibbling. <laughs> uh, would you like to do more of that series, do you think? Well, I, I did pitch for a second series, but um, I think wisely Radio 4 said, no. <laughs> there are no more plants. There are no... That, well, sound... that was only episode two. Oh, right. What were the other, what were the other 18? Uh, <laughs> Episode three was um, uh, every cast, cast member of uh, Saved by the Bell and their shoe size. Uh, <laughs> incredible. Uh, what was Mr. Belding's? <laughs> Eleven and a half. Wow, that's surprisingly large. Is that UK or American? <laughs> no, that's European, weirdly enough. Why tiny feet? Tiny, tiny Why did this not have recognition? <laughs> Basically hooves. Yeah. Belding had hooves. What about Lisa? What was Lisa's shoe size? Nine. Nine? UK or American? And uh, uh, that was European. No, European, nine. Like chopsticks. I mean, this is, this is like unearthing a conspiracy theory that the entire cast of Saved by the Bell had pegs for feet. Well, it's actually paid for by Corrective Shoe Company. That's why you couldn't tell on, on the actual show, because they all had sort of um, adaptations uh, strapped to their feet. Oh, well, they had, they had normal-sized feet on the show, I Yes, exactly, but they were just slotted in to so the... Wow, well, that was number three. What was number four? <laughs> Episode four was every mention of the Quran in popular cinema. Well, okay. What was number five? Uh, number five was every mention of popular cinema in the Quran. <laughs> How many are there? Uh, two. Two? Okay, let's they're, see if I can they're guess. They're oblique. They're quite oblique. Let me see if I can guess. Is it 101 Dalmatians? <laughs> it's a Pongo reference. I know it's a Pongo I'll, I'll, reference. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And then is it... You're not going to get it. I'm not going to get it's it. It's the Englishman who went up a hill and came down <laughs> and then Mohammed Mohammed brought him the mountain. Yes, that's right. Of course it is. Of course it is. You don't need to name the... Uh, other, the other 12. The other 12 episodes if you don't want to. Flightless birds. Flightless birds. Penguin. Penguin. Emu. Rhea. And... Ostrich. Dodo. Now that one's dead. Yes, but I didn't say currently alive flightless birds. <laughs> wow, you might have to go quite far back then. Well, you, actually, technically, you do have to list all of the extinct but flighted birds because they are no longer flighted. <laughs> You're right. So, the rock. The rock. I did not know he was a bird. Oh, right. <laughs> yes, yes. I've certainly never seen him fly. Your tiny feet, but he uses the same, he's usually the same kind of foot extensions that they probably had on Saved by the Belt. Tiny it? pegs for feet. Tiny pegs, well, no, little, little, little you know. He can't get off the ground. He's too muscly. Oh, what a tragic story that now is. Have you ever seen him wrestle? He bulked up so much he could no longer fly. It's yeah. like, it's a kid's book for the ages, for yeah. the testosterone generation, isn't it? <laughs> Poor The Rock. <laughs> He's had such a beastly time of it, <laughs> turns out. Um, you are also the co-host and creator of uh, the cult live show, The Conservatory Corridor Tutorial Anxiety. <laughs> or Cuckatar. Yes, uh, where otherwise uh, relatable comedians attempt material no one will like. Now, um, what was your thinking behind that? Did you spot a gap in the market? Well, um, I just saw a lot of relatable comedians um, on normal, everyday gigs. Mm. Um, doing stuff that was sabotaging their work. And I thought, why not collect all of that together mm. and put it in, in, in one 
easy to digest show. And like, easy... a, like a pill or suppository. Or a loan. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you could put all the, the hateful nonsense they were trying in the middle of their very funny sets. Yes. And, and we put it all in the same place, and that way the audience could hate them all the more. Oh, well, that's very thoughtful of you. Yes. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's less a gig in itself and more a, a service to other gigs. For our audience who may not know Kukata, um, uh, what, what, sort of, what sort of acts do, you com- do your comedians perform? I mean, what have you had on in the past? Um, we've had a man slowly kiss 100 plates, <laughs> which he was trying in mainstream clubs in between some jokes about his mother and some jokes about his girlfriend. And it really sort of... And it nicely lifted out. <laughs> lifted out, and then you go, oh, that's just jokes in a row. That's a much better set. Well, that's but very he, clever. So he, so, he, so he came, and because, of course, if you take something out of your set, you need to put it somewhere. That's right. Or I it don't burns know if you know a hole in your mind. <laughs> that's right. I don't know if you know this about comedians, but um, once you've invented something, it stays with you for life. There is nothing you can do about it. It's like, it's like a child or a mole. Or herpes. Um, <laughs> who would you love to get on Kakata? Kakata, um... Michael McIntyre, I think. Really? Yes, yes. What, what of his routines that you've seen do you think would lift nicely out and be placed in your show? Oh, just the eight-minute skipping section. Just skipping for eight minutes? Eight minutes, yes. Would that go down re- well with your crowd? I don't know. I don't know, but that's what Cricketer's all about. Mm. To mm. see... Not it, caring whether it'll go down well. Not caring whether it goes down well, yes. <laughs> yes. And that's the purity of the evening. That is. It's, com- it's becoming clear to me now. It's becoming clear. The audience do not... Factor in now. Um, <laughs> if we could, but they keep coming back. Keep it's coming astonishing. Back. I mean, what is that? Is that in their droves? Um, if we could move away from the comedian Tom Tuck, oh, as many people have wanted to in mm. the past, um, <laughs> and for a moment focus instead on the normal person or mundanean Tom Tuck. Mm-hmm. Um, when you inevitably reach the end of your life, and I have every faith that you will. Thank you. Um, <laughs> What do you... Don't want to die before then? No, absolutely not. That would be, that would be a great shame, wouldn't it? Um, you'd miss your own funeral. <laughs> by a few weeks or something. People usually do. Yeah. Um, what do you predict will be your greatest regret? You know, I don't think I have any. No regrets whatsoever? No. I'm a big Robbie Williams fan, you see. <laughs> I mean, I'd start with that. <laughs> Yes, fair enough, fair enough. Yes. Uh, I, I regret every Robbie Williams single I bought. How many? Eleven. Can you name all of them? <laughs> sure. Uh, rock DJ. Yes. Uh, kids. <laughs> with, with, with Kylie, Kylie, of course, yes. Um, the, that, that terrible cover he did with um, Nicole Kidman. Doing it for the... No, that was kids. That was kids. Uh, it it's a, cold outside. No. The whole of the Moulin Rouge. Yes, the whole of the Moulin Rouge. They released as a single, terrible idea. <laughs> it took up all of Top of the Pops. The 16-minute megamix, yes. The 16-minute megamix, yeah. Angels, of course, yes. Millennium. Millennium. Um, oh, look at that car. Yes. <laughs> People forget, oh, look at that car, but I think it's, it's a good song. Ooh, it's I'm, a good it's early a, 2000s song, yeah. you know? Oh, look at that, that car. car. It's uh, a lot like David Hasselhoff's song now, <laughs> I think about it. Uh, freedom. Freedom. Oh, I've got a suit on. <laughs> they got more and more cockney, didn't they, really? <laughs> I mean, you've got... And then I bought uh, Angels two more times. <laughs> well, you're no fool, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Um, to end, Tom, if, if we may, oh, because we well, simply oh must. 
Well, not, not that end. Right. No, to, not, to, to end Tom. I'm not going to murder you. Okay. Uh, just yet. Um, <laughs> what do you think are the three funniest words that have ever come out of your mouth? Flapjack. Very funny. <laughs> uh, knapsack. Very similar. And hovercraft. Mm, not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Doing nothing in this room, but you know. Yes. <laughs> you stick to what you know. <laughs> Tom Tuck, thank you for letting me inside you. Uh, th- thanks, for, thanks for trying to get in. <laughs> Tom Tuck. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Inside the Comedian with me, David Reed. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and follow at Inside Comedian on Twitter. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.